Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Good morning, golfers. Your tea time awaits. It's the Tea to Green Golf Show here on WGR Sports Radio 550. Got a thought on the PGA Tour? Want help with your swing? Give the show a call at 803-0550. Tea to Green is being presented by the Western New York PGA. Woods to wedges inside the Whirly Golf Dome. Custom Turf, Michelob Ultra, and Jim Beam. And by our home clubs, Pendleton Creek Golf Club and Lancaster Country Club. Time to talk golf. Here are your hosts, Brian Cozio, Kevin Sylvester, and PGA Pro Jeff Metis. Just after 7 o'clock here on a rainy Saturday in western New York, we welcome you into T to Green, live and on the air here on WGR Sports Radio 550. I'm Brian Cozio, Kevin Sylvester. Playing duties this week. He's uh, he's off the show. I think he's researching the breakfast. Off, I should say researching breakfast sandwiches this morning. I'm pretty sure it's probably what most golfers are doing at the moment if they're at a course locally. Yes. What can we do for breakfast here while we wait? It is uh, raining here at Glen Oak. Uh, we'll get some weather updates here. Is uh, yeah, the biggest story of the the week in Western New York continues to be the weather. Uh, PJ Pro Jeff Metis, of course, with me as well. Jeff, the official good morning here now. Good morning, Brian. Nice to be with you again. A little rainy, but uh, yeah, we won't be playing a lot of golf today, although the BDGA is going to try to play today. Yeah, they have an event here. We'll uh, we'll talk with uh, PGA Pro and owner Tim Freeze in just one moment. As uh, We're here at Glen Oak Golf Club. And of course, if you are a regular listener of the show, you know when the PGA Tour has a major... We go for two hours, so we're looking forward to that here. The Open Championship going on at Royal St. George's, and it's on right now. If you're looking for live golf, it's on Channel 2 right now at NBC. Uh, so we'll be keeping an eye on that here over the course of the next two hours. We've got a jam-packed show. As we said, Tim Free is going to join us here from Glen Oak in just one moment. Uh, here's our lineup for the show today. Coming up in about 15 minutes, the new ambassador for the Western New York PGA Hope Program, Scott Smalter, is going to join us. Uh, 7.50, Pat Phillips, the PGA Pro at Woods to Wedges inside the Whirly Golf Dome. We're going to talk with him about putters. 8.30 Porter Cup preview with media chairman and one of the tournament directors, Marty Schimmel, going to join us from Niagara Falls Country Club. We had media day earlier this week. I'll let you know how that went. Um, of course, a ton on the Open Championship going on. Um, there's a Symmetra Tour event going on at Brooklyn Country Club in Rochester. Uh, so we'll get you posted on what's going on there. Uh, we've got our normal Western New York PGA Tip of the Week. Ryder Cup report, Champions Tour report, all that and more here. We've got more on our Duster putting challenge, which is now almost about a month away, which will be right here at Glen Oak Golf Club. Uh, we'll update you on our Fantasy League. So we got a lot to get to here, but uh, people are thinking about the weather. And before we get to Jeff and Tim here, uh, let's go back to our great producer back in our Amherst studios, Corey Griswold. Corey, it's raining pretty much everywhere in western New York, and I know that means there's some flooding and some flood watches and warnings, so I uh, want to give everybody a little update on what's going on with that. Yeah, good morning, fellas. Uh, there is a flood warning in effect for nearly all of western New York right now, northeastern Erie County, Genesee County, northwestern Livingston County, northwestern Monroe County, Niagara County, Orleans County, and northwestern Wyoming County. Uh, that started at 612, and uh, they have that flood warning going until 3 p.m., uh, for locations like Buffalo, Cheektowaga, Niagara Falls. There's also uh, obviously a flash flood watch that's in effect, and that is for all of western New York. Um, that, and that will be going through late tonight for all the rain that's uh, going to be falling. They are expecting some rainfall uh, amounts to be between two and two and a half inches of rain uh, before this is all said and done, which is a lot for us. So if you're driving around the neighborhoods today, please be cautious. Uh, and if you see a road that looks like there's water on it, you don't know how deep it is, please do not drive through it. Drive someplace else. 
Okay, good advice. Thanks, Corey. If we have more weather updates, Corey will keep us posted here throughout. Yeah, if you're uh, calling your golf course to ask if it's cart paths only today, that might be a bad question because that can be assumed if they're open, yes, which I doubt. Some courses may be closed. Some courses may be on pause or on hold. Some courses maybe are holding the water or, or got less water uh, with the rain and are letting people out. But, yes, I can't imagine too many places here that uh, at the very least wouldn't be cart path only. So when you show up to your golf course today, if you are planning on playing, um, if you're expecting carts to be scatter, don't get upset at the messenger in the pro shop, whoever it ends up being. Yeah, it's not their fault behind the counter. We that, got two and a half inches of rain. Yes. That's correct. Yeah. With that, let's bring in PGA Pro and owner Tim Fries here from Glen Oak Golf Club. Tim, good morning. Thanks for having us here back for our third or fourth show of the year. We're, we're on your beautiful patio overlooking the putting green and range. And it would be nice if it was a little less soggy, though. But uh, thanks for having us here again. Absolutely, Brian. And uh, meet. This is uh, fun to have a, like an individual championship, cool tournaments here in West New York. But uh, yeah, there might be a little car path only situation. And we've had, I think, in June around here, 0.3 inches of rain, and we've we're eclipsing five inches or something now in July. So people know um, you're hosting the final round of the Buffalo District Golf Association Championships today, and they're in a, currently in a weather delay, right? They, yeah, for anybody listening, it's uh, they've backed up tee times now an hour. We're supposed to start at seven this morning. It is going right now, being reevaluated till till eight a.m. We're going to try to pull this off. Uh, greens are pretty good; they're draining well. Um, the course is is certainly wet. It's the men's individual, the women's individual, and also the senior. And uh, that young man, Anthony Delasante from Lockport, is playing very well along with uh ryan hart and i saw our buddy jimmy pizza tell you the old, the old guy coming off surgery playing very yeah, well yeah yeah he's hitting some there's some balls being hit by him uh, this week yeah, <laughs> yeah what what a nice leaderboard here for both the men's and women's and the seniors uh uh watched him finish up yesterday and delasani had a birdie on the last hole to cap off a nice 765 out here it's awesome now they're playing the the back tees it's pretty impressive and ryan hart's right there three strokes and the women are all within six shots i think for their couple other. groups final yeah absolutely uh pga Terrier, a senior is actually very competitive here in the individual as well okay. it's good to you know it's this it's competitive the young bucks are getting better and better i feel like in these better district better. championships i mean ryan's playing at the university of florida dudley son anthony's going to i think valparaiso, valparaiso. he's yeah. and, and he's a good student on top of it from what i understand so yeah these guys can really play it'll be fun to, i hope they get it in today the, the haynes brothers as well david haynes i think started uh, who wouldn't want to start this way he makes a birdie on one hole in one on two birdie on three that's a good start wow hole in one <laughs> Where on you go two. from there <laughs> Yeah, only backwards, yeah. <laughs> That's impressive, for yep. sure. All right, so if, you're, if you are a, a part of that event here today uh, at Glen Oak, um, we wish you the best of luck. And as Tim said, they're on, a, I guess, a pause at the moment, right? So Check the website. We'll, we'll have another update. We can even update right here on the air in about That's an right. hour or yeah. so. So uh, on hold at the moment. All right, uh, as we said, lots to get to here. But uh, Tim itself, let's, let's, let's do a minute or two here on, on just some of the things you're having at Glen Oak, including uh, our... Very own Duster Putting Challenge on August 21st. We're excited to be here to raise money for the Western Air PGA Reach Foundation. Registration's open. I'm going to tweet out the link here shortly uh, for those that haven't signed up yet. But uh, we're looking at the putting green right now where we're going to have our 18-hole putting contest. And we appreciate you stepping up here and being the host this year for us. This is going to be fun. So yesterday we got the greens rolling pretty good, and the Duster's going to be quite a challenge. We're going to hide a few flags, as you can do on a putting green. That'll be kind of Don't that'll get be crazy. Fun. Don't get exactly. crazy. There's 18 holes on a putting green. <laughs> but, uh, no, we, we got them rolling pretty good. The superintendent here, Dan Googie, has done a fabulous job, as well as golf professional Anthony Shiro. So to host something like this that you guys are hosting, plus to raise some money for great causes here in West New York, thank you for you guys for even considering having it here and for us to get 70 players putting, doing a match play. How and, cool. And it's it's getting pretty full. So if you're interested in playing, I know we uh, last time I knew we had, I think, only 20 spots or so left. So we're um, if you're interested in playing, go online, sign up at the West New York PGA website. And I think we put out the leak. We'll put it out again today, I'm sure. Just, while you two were talking there, I just retweeted it out. You can get it from our T to Green account. Hope you're following us at T2G Buffalo. I also then retweeted it from my account at Brian WGR. So uh, it's there. Sign up. A $30 donation gets you in. To the putting contest but it also gets you dinner uh, there'll be drinks available music there'll be raffles and prizes a 50 50 all to raise money for the reach uh, we, tim how about we're doing this at night 
Yeah, and it's yeah. going to be at night on the light. It's going to be awesome. Um, how about just a little for those that don't know what the Western PGA Reach does? So the Reach Foundation here that Jeff and I are a part of, we've been doing this for, for years, and there's three there's three pillars. You've heard this before, but you know some of the bigger ones here, uh, and you'll have Scott on in a little bit, and what the golf has meant to many of these veterans helping our Patriots everywhere. They've been coming. We just had a graduation this past Wednesday night. Uh, over 60 veterans were here, um, graduated from our program, eight-week program. This is pretty cool stuff. Uh, juniors, uh, our youth space, it's growing and growing, about 1,500 Juniors had gone through here, obviously, drive, chip, and putt, uh, junior leagues. All this goes through the Reach Foundation. Uh, and Jeff and I have been very involved and friends for years, and it's what to watch this grow. Diversity inclusion in the workplace, uh, it, that's, it's just lacking. So golf is starting to look way different, starting to look like America. So the Reach Foundation is not only local, it's, it is national. Uh, you'll see this on TV. You'll see it during the PGA Championship. So this is just another for you guys to have something here to actually help us raise some dough. This is kind of cool. And that tee it up for the troops, which I, I'm, I'm pretty uh, sure you're aware of, Brian, uh, since you'll be emceeing. That's another, that's a fundraiser. There's a bunch of fundraisers that help help our foundation, and the foundation's growing and growing every year and, and having more and more outreach. It's I'm, I'm very proud of what it does. Yeah, Joe from uh, Bunker for Baghdad, there's a lot of uh, commingling here of, of good stuff going forward. Yeah. Again, you don't have to be an all-star golfer. Just have a putter. You know, even if you show up, you don't have a putter. We'll get one for you. Um, it's the Duster Putting Challenge here. Again, I just tweeted out the link at BrianWGR or at T2G Buffalo. Sign up. The small donation gets you in. You get dinner. You get to hang out here at Glen Oak. Uh, you get to see Tim and Jeff and me and Kev. We'll all be here, and uh, we're going to have a great night. So, uh, And if you and if you want to show off your putting skills. Uh, yeah, you think you're good? Yep. we got 72 slots available, and uh, more than half are already full right now. So make sure you sign up. And then uh, how it works is we have, you go around and you're going to play the 18 holes. And then if you're in the top 16, after everybody putts, then we do little mini nine-hole match plays, one versus 16, two versus 15, whatever, and we get it down to the championship under the lights. And uh, it's fun. we got music going. We'll have commentary going. And, uh, we the get commentary is important. The commentary is important. <laughs> That's right. And if you don't have a putter, Tim might have about 38 or 40 sitting in his uh, bag in the back room. He might be able to lend you one. <laughs> Putting is the greatest equalizer, isn't it? Anybody can putt. That's what I always say. You so, don't have to be 6'3 and a monster to putt well. Yes. Yeah. Coming up at 7.50, we're going to have Pat Phillips from Woods to Wedges inside the Worldly Golf Dome, the, the PGA Pro there, uh, the interview. And we're going to talk about putters and putting grips and putting styles and what the latest equipment is. But um, I know the two of you, I've heard many conversations with the two of you uh, on and off the air about different kind of putters, different kind of putting approaches. And we're seeing that this week at the Open this week, Tim, um, especially for the American players that are not used as used to putting on slower greens. We've heard some different explanations from players this week, but uh, today if people are playing with it being very wet, you're going to have slower greens to putt on. Uh, but it's, it's always a discussion coming over to play Lynx golf here during the Open Championship week, or the speed of the greens being slower and how a lot of the American players adjust to that. Yeah, the greens are rolling at 10 over there is what they're saying, which is over here is pretty mediocre. Um, so what what would it be on a normal day at Glen Oak? Just to, for people that maybe don't know what the 10 number means. Basically, what is it? Mr. Stimp came up with this little uh, objective rating, so he just would roll a ball, and it would roll out 10 feet. There's a 10 on the Stimp meter. So you do it three times, take the average. Take the average. There's a, there's a special tool. Yep. Yes, yep. yes. And we've got that. Everybody's got a tool. Um, but it can be, it can it can change throughout the day. Mm -hmm. it, if you're against the grain, it goes a little slower. So basically here at Glen Oak, we try to get them between 10, 10 and 11 on a daily basis too fast and the public isn't used to that and, right. and you can't hide flag positions so you try to be but in a tournament you can kind of hide them and then speed them up you roll them and that can get another foot of speed or so and as long i never thought if they were slow was bad i just like to, to be smooth right. you know so right. if they're 10 and smooth which i'm sure they are oh, over yeah. at uh, at royal st george um then they're still good to put on it's you, you you adapt after a little bit you know you go to the putting green you work on your speed and i think you get used to it pretty quick many of the courses just like us we put i think 125,000 tons of sand into the greens in two years and all that does is make them like a basketball court you want to be nice and firm and smooth you can always uh speed them up but as jeff just said there's nothing like a smooth button if it runs at a eight or a nine if it's smooth hey you can make putts yeah. the adjustment that you make is what can you control in putting it's a uh, you know how solid you hit it yep. and how hard you hit it so what would you say <clears throat> what does the pga tour normally have theirs at and then what 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 are what are most courses in western new york at just so people can kind of compare well I, there's 
it, it varies wildly. You know, like a, a high-end facility park or CCB, they're going to roll 12s, I would imagine. I know Absolutely. they've had them up to 13 for the guest days and stuff like that. That is really, really, that's tour fast. Like tour tour greens are rolling, what, around 12 probably freezer? About 12, yeah, yeah and Augusta can get tip the 13s, 14s. Yeah, I think yeah. for the duster here, we're going to try to get in the 12s and 13s, give everybody kind of a fun treat, you know, uphills, downhills. But most people don't get the, if you have a right-to-left putt and it's a very fast green, you actually have to hit it higher on the break and easier tough one to compute in your head yeah. you want to hit it harder when you go uphill but that's not the case it also makes you know misses go further you yes. know and chips that don't bite go screaming through the green a little bit quicker and things like that so it does make it more difficult um, when the greens are faster i always liked it though i felt it was a, a wonderful way to putt when greens are you just had to start it on your line and, and take a little shorter stroke i i like fast greens though so many public courses will try to slow them up a little bit get folks around a little easier so awesome all right more with uh <coughs> excuse me more with jeff and tim here Coming up, uh, putting the Open. We've got, of course, two hours with us here, 7 to 9, live at Glen Oak Golf Club here on Tee to Green. Uh, but one of our many guests here today, I'm going to start it off with Scott Smalter, the new ambassador for the Western Europe PGA Hope Program. Uh, Scott, good morning. Thanks for coming on Tee to Green today. Hey, good morning, guys. How are you? We're great. Uh, we were just talking about charitable events, the Western Europe PGA Hope doing uh, some great work, and uh, tell everybody about your new role here as the new ambassador to the program. Well, technically not till October. I head down to uh, D.C. to uh, play a congressional and get some uh, instruction on how to help our vets You know, use golf as a, a therapy, but um, that's more or less the, the role. It's just um, you know getting some more information and then uh, spreading the program and um, you know just making sure... We're, we're building it, and we're making it as, as good as it can be. Um, but it's been a great experience so far. Can Scott, can you explain to people what the HOPE program is and, and maybe your experience with it over the last few years? Absolutely. Uh, I believe it started here in 13. I, I got involved in 2017, uh, so Jeff's been involved longer than I have. But, um, I mean, basically the tagline is, you know, PGA Hope is uh, it's trying to introduce golf to veterans to basically enhance their, their physical, mental, and social and emotional well-being. Uh, just a fancy way of saying, hey, you know, get a golf club in your hand, get around uh, veterans like yourself, and have a good time. It's just it's an outlet to get that camaraderie back, use golf, you know, as a therapy, which uh, the Department of Veteran Affairs recognizes as um, – uh, a viable therapy option. And, and Scott, you were uh, nationally recognized in a sense on a CBS special during the PGA Championship week. Um, we did some filming out here at, at Glen Oak, and, and if you could tell us about that experience, um, you know, having film crews out here, and, and we have been involved since 13. We started over at the CAS, actually, and the program Grover. is growing. At Grover. Yes. There you go, at Grover. Thanks. Um, but it has been growing, Scott. And as you see, the, the graduation was just this Wednesday, as we mentioned. Tell us a little bit about um, your experience there and then look forward to things like the Secretary's Cup uh, that they do for the PGA Championships and what you're, what you're about to embark on. Absolutely. Um, excuse me. Like uh, the CBS special, <laughs> that was something I was not used to, but uh, it was, you know, quite a day to have uh, two guys from CBS here just to, to interview me here at the, the house and then go out to the club, uh, the course, um, just kind of a out of body experience to, to have that focus on you, but, uh, lots of fun. I think we conveyed the message well about what it's all about. And, um, you know, we're just, we're seeking out getting every veteran that needs to be in this program in this program, uh, because it does, it changes the lives, uh, for sure. And, um, <clears throat> hitting on the secretary's cup, I was lucky enough to go to, um, that page back in 2019 uh secretary's cup is basically you get all the sections all over the country and you play a, a nine hole tournament uh, scramble tournament it's just a good way of, of really understanding that it's a it's a national program and um you know it goes outside the, the reaches of western new york but um we have a great program here and i think that really put us on the map as far as uh that cbs special and just you know, people understand we're doing great things here in West New York, and that's, you know, total tip of the cap to, to Tim and Glen Oak. They've just uh, they've taken it to a different level. Scott Smalter with us here on Tee to Green in West New York PGA. He'll be the new ambassador officially in October. Uh, Scott, if people want to get involved and help out, donate money, time, 
anything? Like what, what can they do? How can they reach out to you? And I, I, what are some of their options? Well, I mean, PGA Reach, um, that's the charitable um, arm of the PGA. They're the one that, that pays for all this. And it should be a side note, um, PGA Hope is um, zero cost out of pocket for veterans. So that's, you know, that just makes it easier. Um, <coughs> excuse me. And, um, you know, go to PGAReach.com. Uh, locally, we're having a little um, changing of the guard. Uh, Jake Coles, who did a great job uh, organizing PGA Hope here, he's uh, headed on the greener pastures. But, I mean, for the time being, you can reach out to me directly or Patrick McGowan, who's over at the uh, the VA hospital. But uh, my email is going to be scott.smalter, S-M-A-L-T-E-R, at va.gov. Okay, scott.smalter at VA.gov. You got it. Excellent. Veterans Administration. Beautiful. Yes. Scott, thank you for all the great work that you have done and that you will be doing going forward in your new role. And uh, thanks for giving us a few minutes this morning. I appreciate it, guys. Have a great day. You too. You too, Scott. Yeah, Scott's a, Scott's a good guy. We've known Scott for a few years. He'll represent the, the whole program very, very well as he travels around. Uh, and he can represent. hit it. Yes, he can. He's a big, strong man. Yes, yes, yes. yes. All right, uh, before we put a wrap here on our first segment here from Glen Oak Golf Club, looking up at the uh, leaderboard at the Open, Roy McElroy right now, two under on his round through six. He's moved himself into a tie for 31st. Tim, what do you think? Can we see a run from Rory today? If he could do this in round one. <laughs> yeah, maybe he just, two. He just yeah. does this pattern here. Of, it's uh, always and the I, round yes, one. Absolutely. Get him up there uh, chasing these guys. I think it's a nice week. Look at the weather there. It's been beautiful. It's supposed to be perfect. Yeah. I, he's got a long way to go, and those, those guys are but playing pretty good. But he can do it. Good. He's 10 shots back behind Colin Marcara. I can't. I Colin Marcara. And Louis Ustazen. Louis Ustazen who are both playing beautifully, and Jordan Spieth. That's a lot of ground to catch up, but it'd about be fun. You've got a lot of great golfers in between, oh, too. Oh, yeah. I mean, you've got Kepka. Kepka's at five under. Rom, don't forget about him, five under. He shot a great round yesterday. DJ's at seven, and then, of course, you mentioned the three at the top, Spieth, Morikawa, Ustazen. Uh, no surprise that these three are at the top. Um, <clears throat> I picked Spieth last week. Just you had some nice picks. Yeah. Th- thank you. Yeah. Well, some of the stats about Spieth I just loved. Over the last five opens, he's has the best score under par. Going into the week, he was 29 under out of the last five opens. He also was number one in one putting, which shows me, okay, even when you're scrambling, you're figuring out a way to get up and down. And when you're in a spot to make a birdie, you're making it. How Does he make more, Tim, of these medium to like medium longer length putts than anybody? Like. I mean, then maybe when Tiger in his heyday, I mean, Spieth just seems those, what is it? And I'm not talking 10 footers here. I was the the 20 to 40 foot range. Spieth seems to roll two or three in a round. Remember he was, that's when, when he was slumping, I think that's what he was missing was his putting. I mean, he didn't hit it great, obviously, but it starts with putting. If you're putting great, that confidence bleeds into everything else. And, and he's done what he's, he's feeling supremely confident, as you said last week right now. So I got to think he's going to be a factor. Colin Marikara, like if you look at the stats on what a great iron player this guy is, it's unbelievable. He leads in strokes gain iron play by a mile, and he, no one's led that much since Tiger back in the Almost early a full 2000. stroke. It's almost that much. Yeah. So he's, if, you're, if you're a golfer interested in, in getting better, watch him swing today and watch how he hits his irons. Leaders yeah. of, oh, but go ahead. No, I was just going to say, he's, he's speed, he kind of, he sees the ball like Nicholas did. He goes backwards on the putts. How's the ball going to enter the hole at what speed? He goes backwards and then brings it back to his putter. Most of us go, where should I hit it? Where should it start? What's the speed they do it at? No, he does it a little different. And, and as you said, when, he, when he's over here, we have flatter greens, maybe some mm-hmm. slopes. But over there, when you get to play, anybody who's been, there's bumps everywhere on those greens. You have to have this imagination of how the ball enters the hole. He's doing it better than anybody over all these years. He's got something. And his attitude towards putting is amazing. That's what I like. I, I mean, I'm, I'm into putting, so I love watching him go about his business with a putter in his hand and the way he talks about putting and everything else. And that's, that's probably why he's a great putter. For sure. Who stays in rolling in some great putts? I mean, these three at the top have been accurate. They've been creative, but they're, all, they're making putts, too. And, of course, we all know that's a big reason why uh, anybody would be at the top of any golf tournament. You've you got to make some putts when you have the chance, and, and they are. 
And scores were low yesterday. When the wind's down on this golf course, they're going to make some birdies. And uh, I think the weather's supposed to be great again today, so we could see some more low scores. I think so. If you want to uh, watch the coverage on the television, while, of course, you listen to Tee to Green here on WGR, uh, it's on NBC, and it will be all throughout the day. The leaders, Ustazen and Morikawa, uh, they'll tee off at 10.55 Eastern. Uh, so that's, uh, you still got a little bit before them. Uh, we haven't said a thing yet about Bryson and Brooks and more drama there. Uh, I, I want to definitely talk more about Spieth and, and Ustazen and Morikawa at the top. Uh, DJ quietly sitting in a tie for fourth. He's sitting right there too. Scotty Scheffler, Dylan Fratelli. Uh, there's a, there's a great leaderboard here. We got a lot to get to here. Uh, we've got Pat Phillips on putters from Woods to Wedges at 750. Uh, there's a ladies event, the Symmetra Tour at Brooklyn and Rochester. We're going to bring that up too. Ryder Cup report, Champions Tour report, our Western York PGA tip of the week. Tim, can you at least stick another segment with us? Do you have time? Absolutely. That'd be awesome. fun. We'll Thank have you. Tim more on the open when we return here as well. Our two-hour edition of Tee to Green from Glen Oak Golf Club with PGA pros, Jeff Medes and Tim Freeze. I'm Brian Colziel. Thanks for being with us. We're back at Glen Oak right after this on Tee to Green on WGR. You're listening to Tee to Green, presented by the Western New York PGA. Woods to Wedges inside the Whirly Golf Dome. Custom Turf, Michelob Ultra, and Jim Beam. And by our home clubs, Pendleton Creek Golf Club and Lancaster Country Club. Stay tuned. More Tee to Green coming up. Listen up, golfers. It's time for our tip of the week, brought to you by the Western New York PGA. The Western New York PGA has one goal, promoting and growing the game of golf today, tomorrow, and beyond. Back here on Tee to Green, our two-hour edition for the Open Championship at Glen Oak Golf Club here in East Amherst. We're on the beautiful patio. I'm Brian Colsey, along with PGA Pro Jeff Medes and the PGA Pro and owner here, Tim Fries. Rain may be letting up a little here as uh, we overlook the beautiful putting green and range and the first tee. Course, Tim, there's uh, no one out there. <laughs> there's no one but our halfway house girl is ready to make an exam. That's right. Yeah, she's got Kevin, coffee. Where's Kevin? Yes. During the commercial, Jeff, that's your job. Next commercial. Or Thank you it. can go right now, actually. Right. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. We need your insight here because that's right. you just heard. This Western is the most PGA tip of the week. This, most, is, this that's is part of the week. This is the segment that we need you for here. Yes. Our, your tip of the week. So you're watching Lynx Golf at the Open Championship this week, and I'm sure you're going to see a whole bunch of different shots and a whole bunch of variety of ways that guys are going to hit shots you might see low shots high shots bump and runs uh, you might see someone around the green use a lob wedge or a seven iron or a hybrid club and uh, we're here to talk a little bit this week your tip of the week how to be creative on the golf course uh, i heard brooks kepka this week when asked about how he likes links golf and he said he loves he likes links golf because of the fact that he said i could be 50 yards away and he was i could have seven different ways to play this shot he says you don't get that necessarily those options playing a lot of the courses in the united states but you can hear uh at courses obviously that uh, they play on the rotation of the open championship so let's talk about being creative and uh jeff do you think do you think the average amateur player thinks about different ways to hit shots a lot, or do you think they're always thinking maybe one way? And Not that it would be wrong necessarily, but do you think a, think a guy from a 50 yards out is thinking about three, four different ways to hit this? Probably not. I think most people go to a stock shot, and I do think it's what separates the good players. You know, Tim and I have played hundreds of rounds together, and Tim's one of the most creative golfers I've ever met. And I think that's what separates good players. Like you said, you can hit a seven iron from, a lot of people, if you give them a seven iron from 50 yards, they have no idea how to get it on the green, um, or how to hit it low, or how to hoist it in the air. Or, you know, Tim used to take a set of clubs, you'd take a half set or a few clubs, and we'd go walk around, and you it's amazing. You could shoot almost the same score. Um, because you learn to hit little bumps, little half shots. I don't like when I see kids on the range or people on the range hit 107 irons at the same target from a perfectly flat lie off a range mat. I don't think that's making you – that's working on your swing. I, I know if I'm out there practicing, I'm going to do it a little differently because I'll get bored after about 10 shots. That I'll, I'm going to want to hit a bump. I'm going to want to cut it. I'm going to want to see how high I can hit that 7 iron, how low I can hit that 7 iron, how far I can hit that 7 iron, how short – I mean, that's how I think people get – better um, is they you know they learn to use the clubs in different ways than typically are used I don't Tim what I mean you're always been super creative you've I've seen you hit a million cool looking shots and uh, yeah 
Yeah, I, I would think that my practice session, someone might think that I'm not that good. I don't hit the same shot twice, and I certainly practice uh, on, the, on the range, and most people should, about the course you're about to play, so I hit a driver. Where would that end up? At Lancaster, at Pendleton Creek. Okay, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm part three, number one at Pendleton. Well, or what, the flag's in the back right. What kind of shot would I hit? That's how I practice. And I will say, when you watch TV here, it, the greener a golf course is, the less options there are. The more browned out it looks, the more options there are. Mm -hmm. So got to go to Beth Page Black this past week and play, and it was browning, and that means options off the, and you said seven iron run-ups and all that. You have to learn those shots. We play a lot as practice, and we play with somebody else, and we say, okay, we're going to have a match play, and close to the pin wins the hole. We don't use a sandwich. In America, we've got our sandwich out every time you approach the green. It's just handed to you. Well, over there, they don't do that. You're going to see these, this creativity. And so what you can do is practice all these – practice missing. Mm -hmm. So when you're on the range and you're going to hit a driver, I want you to practice hit three slices, hit three hooks, and then see if you can hit it straight. You're practicing your creativity. Then hit three high, hit three low, hit one meet. That's how Tiger – practice the nine shots in golf these corridors you would play he wouldn't he did a seven iron but he'd hit it nine different ways therefore when he gets to the golf course now he knows it's no surprise and he's going to need those shots i heard go ahead if you want to add to that. The, the you know i i always play with people and they're like well how far do you hit your seven iron well that depends is it am i hitting it into the wind am i hitting it low am i hitting it yeah so I, I like a stock yardage obviously you have and i think most people get there they got 154 yards that's my eight iron so they hit an eight iron when I might chip a six in there, or I might hoist an eight. You know, there's different ways to play it, and I think if you just go with, I hit this club this far, I'm hitting it there, that that takes, that's not how you get better. You want money well spent, Bri. You go down and see Captain Kirk down at Craigburn, and he's gonna. you ask him, how far do you hit your nine iron? He'll go 10 feet. What do you mean? I hit it 10 feet from the hole, but I might hit it 190, I might hit it 30. So the, the whole point is trying to score as low as you can. He's very creative, and he'll get you thinking rather than just going aerobics and eating 200 balls. I uh, was listening a little to um, someone that had said that they had heard a session with Colin Morikawa and his coach, and they said that Morikawa is so smart and so creative with his irons that he said that he'll set up for a shot and that as soon as he takes the club away, his coach would yell, fade. Mm -hmm. Or then he'd take the club away and he'd say, pull. Or like, or then he'd say, you know, bump, whatever. So he's already essentially taking the club back, and that Morikawa then would instantly adjust, right? When he would say that, you know, like as he would take it back, okay, fade, okay, bump, okay, you know, like all those sort of things. And I was like, man, that's it's a great way to practice. That's really cool. <laughs> the other thing I heard about him is he'll use TrackMan maybe once a month just to Morikawa? check. Yeah, because yeah. the ball flight tells you what's going on. And I think pe so many people have a reliance on their numbers now. That's a Bryson DeChambeau end of the spectrum. And Kalamar Kara sounds like he's on the other end of the spectrum where he's just a creative player and reacting to his target. Yeah, if you're hitting, think about expectations too. Golf works really well when you have a lower expectation, but you practice hard and you're motivated to play well. That's the best way. The other way doesn't work. If you're expecting to swing perfectly and you're looking for that perfect ball flight, you're going to be let down. So when you hit creative shots, I'm going to hit a little draw into this particular flag. I'm not that good at it. I'll try it. And if it does it a little bit, hey, look at that. You're surprised. Rather than hitting the perfect high fade like Morikawa might on TV. And if, remember, you're watching on TV the best in the world at that moment. What about the guys that missed the cut? They're still one of the best in the world. They're missing shots, too. Your expectation level. Take it down a notch. Do the best you can. Be creative. That's one thing, I think, from my own game personally that I've improved with, and it's helped me get up and down so much more often, is I was exactly what you said. Every time that I was down near a green and I maybe missed it in regulation, I was instantly pulling out, like, my 60 or my 56 right away. And now this year... I've tried the bump and run a little bit more. I've tried to use the the green, and at any point, like if if I, especially if you're short and you have the ability to get, you know, use the fairway through the green there, like to use that. I, I Jeff, that I know for sure I've gotten up and down more, thinking about doing that. I was always just instantly, and I and so many times I would hit it, and it would, and I'd get no roll. Of course, it would just hit and land. I'm like, oh, I should have carried that farther, you know, and just, but using the green. Um, that's been something that I've tried to use more over the last year or so, and I know it's improved my score because of it. And I know when I have players on the lesson tee, you know, there's an old saw from Sam Snead that I use at almost every lesson. Well, what do you do when you're hitting hooks? I go hit a thousand slices. Well, what do you do when you're hitting slices? Well, I go hit a thousand hooks. So in golf, it's illustrative to do the opposite. So if you're struggling on the range and you're a slicer and you can hook it, go hit, if you hit high slices, that's your miss, go hit a hundred low hooks. 
and, and that'll make your swing better. And that's that's the creativity part. If you if you are a golfer and you can't work it both ways, then you got to find a way to get to that point where you can hook it and slice it. Yeah, and on the tour, it's been proven over and over. The strokes gain putting they talk about. What's the most important distance on the tour for if you from an eight foot putt? If you make it, you just gained a half stroke. If you miss it, you lose a half stroke that eight foot putt is a stroke on tour no matter what it's for when it is early in the round late in the round so the expectations around the greens are think of a hockey game you could have 50 shots on goal how many scoring chances were there you're hitting it from the blue line I don't know, but if you're right on top, so when I'm around the greens, I'm just trying to give myself a scoring chance, which is get it within that eight-foot circle. I'm not trying to make it. I'm just trying to put it around that circle. And make the next one. And as we were speaking earlier off the air, you know, you can, there's so many different moves on the PGA Tour. You can tell all the players by how they swing the golf club. Everybody swings it differently, right? And if you Everybody. and we, you watch a lot of golf, hey, that's Justin Thomas. Hey, that's Colin Maracara. Hey, that's Dustin Johnson. You can tell from a mile away. So you don't have to have the perfect swing. You know, we all seek perfection. But, you know, a lot of times those swings with a little bit of glitch in it one way or the other, those those people play golf instead of play at making golf swings, if that makes sense. Not play swing, play golf. Yes. Absolutely. That's the best well, tip you can give. Great tips right there from Tim and Jeff here on our Western New York PGA Tip of the Week. If you want to get involved in the game, you want to contact your local PGA professional, uh, you can start by going right to WNYPGA.com, or you can contact Jeff or Tim or me and We'll, uh, we'll send you into the right direction to find your local PGA Pro. I know, Jeff, you say it all the time. If anybody's getting started, that's the right. Go oh, find your local, yeah. your, your closest PGA Pro. and Yeah, don't have your friends or your dad or, your, or somebody that plays a little bit of golf teach you. You know, The thing I always tell people, if someone's telling, to keep, telling you to keep your head down or eye on the golf ball, keep moving. Yeah, because that's just bad advice in golf, yes. Yeah, and if your instructor talks less and you swing more, chip more, putt more, that's always a good thing. Look to someone who just gives you some thoughts, and that's all you're needing. You're not needing any mechanical stuff. Just have them help you think better. You, you mean the buddies on the tee that give you a tip on every shot? Right. That's not the guy to listen to? That's the best way to learn the game. <laughs> yeah, try it this time. Oh, try this. Oh, try that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and by the way, did you, everybody just watch... Uh, uh, Thomas just kind of whiff one there on a putt. We all miss. Yeah. Yeah. yeah oh, J Justin the, Thomas just missed on it. Yeah. The scariest putt was uh, the Will's Alatoris this week. If you saw that, he missed a one footer. That looked a little sketchy. I had, I had to close had to my eyes withdraw. there. I, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't like watching that stuff. Bad mental images. By the way, McElroy just made another birdie while we were speaking there on our tip of the week. He's three under through seven. Three under for the tournament. He's now moved up. 28 spots today. He's 25th. Again, though, he's still eight off the lead, and, and the scoring conditions look good. So, yeah. I mean, Rory might might be eight under today, and he still might be a handful behind. You know, even if, if everything goes his way here, there's just so many good golfers in between. Uh, I mean, we mentioned Kepka and Rom and DJ, but I mean, you, you still have guys in, in between there that he's. I mean. Cameron Smith's a great player. Corey Connors is a great player. Tony Finau's a great player. Mackenzie Hughes, Paul Casey, Scotty Scheffler. I mean, these are all the other guys. I mean, we're kind of brushing over them because you've got Morikawa, Spieth, who stays in DJ. All these guys are not going to come back. Like that's that's what's so tough right now. A task facing Rory is that that first that first day is going to ultimately do him in. He'd have to go like 62-62 to sniff it this weekend, I think. He'd have to get 16 under on the weekend, I think, just to, to sniff, because they're 10-11 under, the leaders. They're not going to go backwards to win this championship over the next two days. He's one of the guys that could do that, though. Wouldn't that be fun to watch, though? Yes. Who's your pick, Tim? Who's going to ultimately come out on top here and be the champion golfer of the year? Uh, we Tyson, I like his game. He's been all over the past couple of months. Uh Morikawa is pretty solid there, beautiful. But I had Louis. Yeah, he's just gonna keep it going. I think this is Morikawa's first British Open or Open Championship, not a British Open, the Open Championship. They said, and he won his other major in his first appearance. So maybe, maybe. All right, Tim. What about you? For me, I picked Spieth, so I'm sticking with him. Good I picked Rom. Yeah, he's not too far back. No, he's well, I've enjoyed being here with you guys. This is great. Yes. Thank you. Thanks for having us here on our patio. Tim, if anybody wants to have an event or something here, well, how can how can they contact you? Just, just like all the wonderful places around West New York that you guys visit. Um, yeah, we're doing some cool things on the patio and having some great events here. My, my sister's my event coordinator. She's uh, been doing a fa fantastic job as we break out of COVID and we're doing some weddings and, and bar mitzvahs and lots of fun stuff here. So please give us a buzz. And uh, it's been a, it's a, the patio's fun. Looks over looks over the golf course. Uh, got some cool lights. So thanks a lot for coming once again here to Glenno. Appreciate it.
Thanks for uh, doing all you do to help support TD Green, too. Love every bit of this. Awesome. <laughs> PGA Pro and owner Tim Freeze from Glen Oak Golf Club here, which we're going to be on the air till 9, two hours today for the Open Championship. Uh, when we come back, Pat Phillips, the PGA Pro at Woods to Wedges, on putters and the latest trends with equipment, putting grips, putting styles. That's coming up next year as we roll on from Glen Oak. Along with Jeff Metis, I'm Brian Colziel, Corey Griswold, producing back at our Amherst studios. More Tea to Green. We're on till 9 this morning right here on WGR. You're listening to Tea to Green, presented by the Western New York PGA. Woods to Wedges inside the Whirly Golf Dome. Custom Turf, Michelob Ultra, and Jim Beam. And by our home clubs, Pendleton Creek Golf Club and Lancaster Country Club. Stay tuned. More Tea to Green coming up. Let's get the latest on the Ryder Cup. The Ryder Cup report is being brought to you by Jumpa Agency, Main Street in Clarence. Back here at Glen Oak Golf Club, Brian Colsey, PGA Pro Jeff Vitas. Big thanks to owner and PGA Pro Tim Freeze for joining us last segment here as uh, the rain we hope stopping. Uh, we'll have more updates uh, throughout the show here. Tim may uh, come back and give us an update on the Buffalo District event that'll be here right now. Again, it's on hold, so if you're playing in that event, just... Sit tight, be ready. We'll uh, we'll actually try to pass along the info on the air if uh, if you're in that today. Uh, you heard it is time for the Ryder Cup report. Uh, let's look at Team Europe. Their world points as of the moment has John Rahm on top. Uh, he's a lock to be on the team, uh, as is Rory McIlroy, who's three under par so far through eight holes uh, at the Open Championship this morning. Tyra Hatton is in third. Victor Hovland is in fourth. Paul Casey is in fifth. Matt Fitzpatrick's in sixth. Lee Westwood is in seventh, and Tommy Fleetwood is in eighth. I would probably say all eight of those guys, whether even if they don't make it by points or not, uh, are all going to be on the team. Even if not, they'll make it via captain's picks. Patrick Harrington, don't forget, is the captain this year for Europe, as uh, the Ryder Cup will be in late September at Whistling Straits in Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Uh, Steve Stricker, of course, the United States captain. So there's your look at the Ryder Cup report for Team Europe. Uh, we're going to have more, of course, on the Open Championship. A lot more opinions on what's going on at the top of the leaderboard uh, more on Bryson and Brooks, more drama with the two of them. It seems like this just keeps going on and on. Uh, there's a ladies' event in Rochester this week at Brooklyn, the Symmetra Tour. We're going to have some info on that. The Porter Cup starts this week at Niagara Falls Country Club on Wednesday. Marty Schimmel, the media director, and one of the tournament directors is going to join us at 8.30. But at this moment, we're going to shift gears and... Be joined by Pat Phillips from Woods to Wedges inside the Whirly Golf Dome, the PGA Pro there. Woods to Wedges inside the Whirly Golf Dome. It's a great spot to go get your equipment checked, get fitting, get just re-grips, all that sort of stuff. Uh, they're one of our presenting sponsors here on TD Green, uh, and we love talking with Pat. Uh, this week we focused on putters, so here's my conversation with Pat Phillips from Woods to Wedges. All right, we're here with Pat Phillips, the PGA Pro over at Woods to Wedges inside the Whirly Golf Dome. The spot to go get your clubs taken care of for equipment, regrips, club purchasing, uh, lessons, everything's over there. And uh, Pat kind enough to give us a few minutes here. We've obviously spoken with him a few times during the course of our golf season here on Tee to Green. And uh, Pat, this week we're going to talk a little bit about putting and uh, the experience of putters. But before we get into maybe what would be a putting fitting experience, um, there are so many putter options out there right now, and uh, we see it on the PGA Tour. Guys have just traditional old-school blade putters, huge mallets, the longer putters. Um, what are some of the trends that you're seeing this year as of late with, uh, with putters itself? Yeah, I mean, uh, mainly what we have are just traditional-style putters, you know, and they fall into three categories. you got face-balance putters, you got slight toe hang, and you got a heavy toe hang. And that's for a different style of stroke. You know, somebody that has a, a face balance uh, putter, uh, somebody that needs a face balance putter would be somebody that has more of a, a straight back and straight through kind of uh, stroke. Never really ever is it very straight. It's a slight arc is what it is. You know, we're always on it, got a little bit of an arc. But some, some people have more of an arc. If you have a, a, a really big arc and you release the putter, you need something with a little more toe hang. And uh, when we do our putter fittings, we, we use the Sam Putt Lab, and that kind of helps us uh, identify what kind of stroke you have, what kind of aim you have at, at address. And uh, that's how we kind of get to what style putter is good for you. Um, we haven't had a whole lot of uh, people asking about the, the long putter, like the broomstick or the, yeah. uh, the arm lock. There's been a little more a little more interest in the arm lock putters, but we, we haven't really carried those just yet. But um, we've had a few people asking about them because they're 
they seem to be getting more popular on the tour. Yeah, what kind of data um, would someone that comes in and, and gets fitted on the Sam Pup lab, lab see? I mean, I know when I did it, uh, I always used a more traditional kind of blade style look to it. But the data when I did it showed me a few years ago that I should be using a mallet. Um, and I also found out even just from using it that I stand a little bit too far over the ball. And I, I know that uh, Kevin Hofstetter, who did it with me, said that most people actually stand not far enough close to the ball. He's like, oh, you're in the other way. I was actually too far over. So he actually added about a half an inch to my putter, which and then he said, take your same stance. But the half an inch actually made me stand up a little more upright, which then put my eyes right over the ball. So even just something simple like that, that I would have never have known. Uh, yeah. But what are some of the info that you could find out from doing this? Yeah, I mean, uh, one of the main things I think we, we find out is is that most people are aiming incorrectly. You know, um, we find that out just in, from where you're standing over the ball. That that makes a big difference, right? Because if you're yeah. if you're going straight back and straight through, you probably your eyes are probably going to be more over the ball. If you're a little bit further away from the ball, then you're you're going to promote more of a of a, a bigger arc, right? So you might need a different style putter. But if you're if you, if you get too close to the ball, like you, you're saying, is that you're kind of getting your your eyes on the other side of the ball, then you, you're seeing the line a little bit differently from there. Now, every time you look down, you're gonna you're gonna look down and you're gonna see a different line. You know, um, that's one thing. And then other, there's a lot of other things that uh, is just like the track man while we're we're tracking launch and spin conditions. I mean, it actually will will, will let us know if you're if you're adding too much loft or de-lofting the putter too much. Um, and that'll promote either a top spin, neutral spin or, or backspin, right? So we don't really want to have backspin on the putter, you know, it's like, cause if you're, if you're a person that is, is having really a lot of trouble getting the ball to the hole, it, there's probably a good chance that you're adding too much loft to that. So it probably jumps up a little bit and it just isn't going to get the rollout. So that's one thing we kind of, and that's one of the things that it'll, it'll track. It tracks impact location on the face, you know, so then that's how we can kind of get to the proper length too, right? You know, if if the toe of the club is up in the air, which it'll track, or if it's it's if the toe is down, we can adjust that by making sure the person has the right right length putter for them. And one thing that I think you know we try to always emphasize, uh, we talk so much about drivers and how to increase your length, and I'm sure Pat, you get it too with your customers that come in, but. There's only one club that you are going to use on every hole that you play, and that's the putter. So um, the fact that probably golfers take more awareness of their driving and, you know, on the if they go to the driving range or if they go to practice, what do they spend more of their time on? It's probably on driver and how far can I hit it and all. And, you know, obviously that's that's important, but there's one club you use on every hole, and that's the putter, and that's a great way to improve your game and, and try to get strokes off your score. Yeah. That's correct. Uh, you know, what was up? Like six weeks ago, Rory McIlroy he won his he won that tournament, and he uh, he hit twenty percent of the fairways off the tee, right? So he missed eighty percent of the fairways, but he made everything on the green. Yeah. So it kind of tells you what is the most important club. That the, the the guy that's winning on the tour, the girl that's winning on the LPGA, they're they're going to be in the top five in putting stats and getting up and down from around the green. So short game and, and putting is the game really, you know, it's like, you could, you could shape a lot of strokes off your game, especially if you have the right, the right putter that putter that's fit to you, the right length, the right loft, the right lie angle. I mean, those are, uh, those are, are, are big deals for us, you know? Yeah. And uh, you know, it, we have a bunch of different length putters in there and even ping has their adjustable putters, which they go from anywhere from 32 inches to 35 or 36 inches in length, you know? So, um, the fitting process for the, for the putters is, is, is kind of fun. You learn a little bit about your stroke too. You know, some people don't know that they don't have the right style putter. They might be missing it one way or the other. And it could be just because they're using the wrong style putter for your stroke. Yeah. The, I love the stat you brought up about Rory. The one stat that I loved, um, from a few weeks ago from the U S open the the, the leader at the halfway point, Richard Bland from England that none of us had even heard of coming in. He was near the bottom and driving, but putting inside of 10 feet through the first two rounds, he was 31 for 31. It was the only one in the field that was a hundred percent inside of 10 feet. And look, he was on the top of the leaderboard. No, obviously no one predicted it, but it just shows like, even if yeah. the rest of your game is, quote, average, 
if you're putting well, you can be on the top of the board at your local tournament that you're in. Yeah. Yeah. You could just, you just, everybody has that round where you go out there and, and you didn't feel like you scored very well. You're, you didn't feel like you hit the ball very well, you know, like, but, but you scored the same, right? Yeah. So it, you get that all the time. Ah, I didn't hit it very good off the tee, and but I made a lot of putts, you know, and then it happens the other way too, right? Maybe you're hit, hitting it better and you just didn't get it in the hole. And uh, so it's important to get the right style putter for you, for sure, you know. Um, but those, the, the arm lock putters and everything like this, who knows what's going to happen. There's been a lot of discussion now about, about those, whether they're going to, you know, make them make that an illegal stroke be, because it's kind of anchored to your arm. I don't know. You know, it's uh, the traditionalists don't like that for sure. Yeah. Well, the last thing here, Pat, let's just talk about regrips. I just came in recently and had my putter regripped at Woods to Wedges. Um, how about just grip options? There's so many now that uh, you can have from the traditional look to the to the super stroke and everything in between. Yeah. Yeah. Size of it. That's a lot of personal preference. But now you know, a lot of people have like the claw grip. So they're Super Stroke came out with a, a grip that they call it's the claw grip. It's a little flatter at the bottom. It's kind of like the pistol style at the top for the, the top hand. Mm-hmm. And then the bottom hand just a little bit more narrow and, and rectangular. So you could use the claw grip for that. Um, we just, down and just got these other ones that call the, it's called the wrist lock putter. It's kind of like arm lock, but it's, you just put it on your, your normal putter and it has a little bump out that kind of rests against your, your lead wrist. Um, and then there's just all, all kinds of rubber grips and, different sizes and shapes so we just kind of say you know just hold them and see how how it, you got to test them out i mean it's it's very difficult to just tell somebody yeah, this is probably the best best putter grip for you because it is such a personal preference there at phillips with us here from woods to wedges yeah they got a big display uh, at the store inside the whirly dome you can go in and try out all those different putter grips uh, i would advise if you're going to get a new putter anytime soon go in and try out their sand putt lab i did it and uh, i'm putting great uh, with the putter that uh, they fitted for me there. So, uh, Pat, enjoy your uh, rest of your summer here. We'll chat within the next month or so on the show, and thanks for your great insight on putting today. All right. Thanks, Brian. Always a pleasure. All right. All right, there's Pat Phillips, my chat with him from Woods to Wedges inside the Whirly Golf Tone. We'll actually be at Woods to Wedges on July 31st for our show, so we are looking forward to that. Next week, we'll be at Niagara Falls Country Club for the Porter Cup. We'll preview that at 830 Uh, But we still got another hour to go, so don't go anywhere here. We're going to get our top-of-the-hour commercial in. Uh, When we come back, more from Glen Oak, a lot more on the Open Championship, along with PGA Pro Jeff Metis, Corey Griswold, producing back in our Amherst studios. I'm Brian Colziel. Hour two of TD Green coming up, Open Championship week. We're at Glen Oak Golf Club here in East Amherst, and we're back with more right after this on WGR. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.